Greetings, my name's Rick and welcome to all the audio coverage from a blog to watch for everything that's going on in and around Watches and Wonders, Time to Watches and all the other brands that are just pitching up in hotels in Geneva to speak to us about their watches. We have interviews galore for you, so hopefully you're going to enjoy the one that's just about to pop up and if you do, then subscribe to everything else on the Spending Time channel and search for a blog to watch weekly on your podcaster for all the news and reviews of the watches that you're about to hear about in these interviews. Enjoy. Well, you've had to wait a few weeks for it. We told you it was coming, but we are now joined on this episode by Pierre and Jean-Claude Biver. Now, it's important to recognise that I gave Pierre top billing there because I too, Pierre, also work with my father. So I know your pain. I feel your trauma working with it. So I'm going to give you top billing of the uh, Beaver clan just this once. Thank you. And I'm sure your father will correct me and take charge just like mine would do. But Pierre and Jean-Claude, welcome. Your launch is merely a few days away. How excited are you to finally reveal to the world what it is that you've been working on, Pierre? Very excited. It felt like a long process, but in reality, it's been quite short. It's been 13 months which is something that is uh, very short for the watch industry and the lead time uh, within our beautiful industry. But we're super excited. Everything's coming together very well. Our product even exceeded our expectations. So in, in, in many regards, we're happy, satisfied, over, also a bit overwhelmed with the year we just uh, went through. And we can't wait to reveal to the world so that we have feedback and people can discover all what we've been working on for the past year. Excellent. Well, Pierre, that's the last time you get to say anything in this interview, I suspect. So Jean-Claude, tell us how excited you are. You've been working with your son over this for the last few months. It's all about to be revealed. Is this, do you feel as nervous as you did when you first entered the watch industry, revealing your first watch? I, I'm excited more than 50 years ago when I started in the watch industry. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm more excited for which, what's, what are the reasons? How can I say that? I can say that, that I'm more excited because 50 years ago I was alone and now I am with my son. And that makes a huge, enormous difference. On the other hand, I'm also more excited because what we are doing today is not comparable with what we did 50 years ago, the level of exclusivity, the level of quality uh, that we are reaching today uh, cannot be compared to what we did 50 years ago. And today we have this incredible philosophy, which I call the mastering of the invisibility. What Mm. we cannot see is what is interesting for us that's what on which we are concentrating, on the invisible side of the watchmaking art. And that makes uh, the art is all the invisible parts that have to be decorated, that have to be mastered. Uh, and that is the beauty of uh, the art. And it's an art that I never was able to come close during 50 years. And now that my career is coming slowly to an end, let's assume I have another 10 years 
to be in my passion. The last 10 years will be uh, marked by the highest the level that I have ever done. And the only thing that I have never done was to master the invisible parts of the watch. That is an incredible mantra to be launching a watch brand on. Pierre, why don't you give us, to start off with, the specifications of the watch so as we can give everybody an idea of what we're actually looking at? So the first watch will be a miniature Peter. It will be a carillon with three hammers. Uh, we decided to add on top of that a tourbillon, which we think gives some life, in a sense, to the watch. And uh, we also made it automatic. We believe that it's, it is essential for collectors today to have a watch that's super wearable. Although we really appreciate manual wound watches that will be done in the future, but we wanted to start off by the full package, if I may say it that way. Um, the watch is cased in a 42 millimeter case. It's five ATM water resistant, not literally integrated, but we, we have a, a full metal braces that that's designed specifically for the watch. Yeah, it comes in gold, it comes in, in titanium, gem set pieces as well. It's super fun adventure. We've worked on so many different ways of innovating in, in the components and the decoration of each component. It's not been easy every day. It still isn't easy today, but I think we've, we're coming closer and closer to our, our philosophical ideal of what, a, what a, an exceptional watch should be. And one of the main things that people will see immediately upon seeing this is the dial and the variety of the dial. Jean-Claude, you've gone for very unusual or very rarefied dials. Can you tell us why you decided to start at this level? Because it's certainly not invisible, these dials, but the philosophy, as you say, is about invisibility. Talk to me about the how these things complement each other of having such a striking dial features while focusing on invisibility. There are a few reasons why I focus on invisibility. One reason is the fact that I have never done it before. And there's one thing I want to avoid. In, I'm now 74 years old. There's one thing I want to avoid is to repeat myself. Why should I end my career by repeating? On the contrary, the last 10 years should be the best should be the most evolutive. It should be the years where I am the closest to eternity, the closest to the museum, the closest to art. And that is why I'm doing it. Because can you imagine finishing my career not at the top? You must finish your career at the top of your art, number one. Number two, you must finish your career by giving back, giving back to people, giving back to your family, giving back to your son. Once you have done those two things, eventually you can go. But before, you should finish the job. And that's what I'm doing at the moment. Pierre, tell us about the two dial variations specifically in terms of the materials. So on this first edition, obviously the stone dials will have an important role to play because well, where we see that the visible is important and we pay attention to every detail, everything that's visible, 
we bring the same attention to the invisible. And I think the invisible side of 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 this DAO, well, obviously, is the reverse of the DAO. That's obvious. But I think there's some kind of uh, invisibility in, in in the stones where they give a certain energy. Stones often have meanings, often have poetic and philosophical features, which we try to to put forth. Specifically on on these two models, which is gold and titanium, there will be a sodalite dial and a obsidian dial. Two stones which are also a bit different in their composition. One being, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not a stone expert, but mm-hmm. I believe that the obsidian is more of a volcanic stone, as where sodalite is more of a mineral stone. They're a bit different in the way they look and the way they feel and the effect they they have. There's a lot of work that's been done because we wanted to as a hint to vintage watches and the tra- tradition of watchmaking that we love, both my father and I, we wanted to make dome dials, uh, mm. which is pretty hard to obtain on stone because you need hours of polishing to really get that dome defect. Uh, in addition, we have two other, two or three more quirky little innovations on the dial, such as the domed indices that follow the curve. Uh, we have the tourbillon aperture, which is very specific in its design and that needed special toolings to, to not break the stones, although we still break a few while making them. Overall, their their true craftsmanship and it's what we see when talking with our Dell suppliers that we really ask them to go 130% of their capacity. And they tell us, well, nobody today would be in capacity to ask us to do such a project. and. We're more than proud that you pushed us because we also discover new uh, new ways of doing with with what we ask them. Jean Claude, it's clear from your talk, the, just the way you talk about this, that there is a large spirituality element. You can see it reflected in the use of stone and natural materials, but also just the way you're thinking about eternity, which is something I've often spoken to you about. And you've heard, you know, lots of people have heard you use the phrase eternity and passion. Can you in any way break all of this down, this adventure, particularly in the way that it relates to you and your son doing this, into a phrase that, if you like, we can all take away with us and use in the things that we do, in our passions? Because I'm not going to go away and make a watch brand or do something. I'm going to go away and do something else. I'm going to plow a field or mend a tractor or drive a car. Is there some core of your belief and what you see in the spirituality of what you've designed that you would like to communicate to everybody else? Well, what I want to communicate to everybody is that we should all try. I don't say everybody will succeed, but we all should try to transform our job into a passion. Hmm. When your job is not just the job, but becomes a passion, then you can enter eternity. How can you enter eternity if you only work six or eight hours a day? If, if it's your work, okay, I understand. And the French are now fighting to get into pension at 64 years old <laughs> instead of 62. I understand this. And I even respect it. But for the ones that have a passion, there is no limit. Passion is unlimited. Passion is eternity. And eternity has no limits. And eternity has no competition. So that is my take. 
let's try and that is what i tried to say to my kids and to teach them you must have a passion and if you don't have it try to find it means open your eyes open your ears be curious and one day you will discover your passion but no curiosity no passion will come pierre how do you feel when you hear your father speak in that way what does it engender in you well today uh, i've i've kind of been used to that speech since, <laughs> since you know i was born <laughs> <laughs> nothing new under the sun brilliant answer bravo exactly yeah. and that's really how we were i think brought up in 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 our family it was we really needed to, my parents were always pushing for us to discover new things new activities to go out and be curious and it just so happened that my passion was amongst others obviously because i, I believe you can have many passions but the one i really want to mm. focus on is is watchmaking so um yeah i've kind of lived i've grown up with that speech with that mentality yeah. and with my parent putting forth this this concept and as your father communicates that to you as a son you're a very different character than your father i know from living with a father who's also a very successful businessman that the son represents a different like like light and shade so your father is very gregarious you are clearly i can see you sitting on camera much more laid back how do you think you reflect what you've learned from your father to your next generation? Should there be a generation that follows you? It's hard to tell because actually, I, you know, I think that each day that go that passes, that's what my family at least tells me. I, I, I get, I become more similar to my father. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's some kind of something in me where I completely... Not it's a bad way to say it, but I completely abandoned any ego. And today, I really want to take all in from my father. And you know, I've found a space which I feel comfortable in that makes me happy is to be able to follow him around, understand him, try and really get to the core of his thinking and understand how he Probably. thinks. And for that, you really need to give up on all, uh, you know, all your preconceptions or or whatnot yeah. to really focus on trying to getting the most out as I can of my father. That being said, it doesn't, I, you know, I still say what I think. I still fight for what I believe in. We have lots of conflicts, but it's all done in a very healthy way. And have you delivered the passion speech to anybody yet? Are you waiting for the day when you're in your mid-40s talking about passion and eternity and going, oh, I sound just like my father? No, I, I mean, <laughs> it's something that I'm convinced and uh, I, I probably already had that you know uh -huh. speeches with friends uh you know i'm i'm turning 23 uh in a few weeks in and you know in my age in my friends that are in the same same age as me lots of people are you know finishing university or starting university or looking for what they want to do in life and um they often ask me because they they see me as somebody that's found my way and you know i always try to tell them like the important is to to be happy obviously for many different reasons, some people in the world don't have the privilege of being able to find what they like to be happy, and you know they have to work, they have families to 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 look after, and 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 whatnot. So it's already a privilege to be able to say, okay, I want to find my passion, I want to work in in that field. Uh, but if one can do it, obviously, I always say, look, go follow your instincts and and 
life will make a lot more sense that way. Excellent. Now, just as we close up for today, this represents the first pillar of the three pillars that you have spoken about in the run-up to the launch of this of sound, memory, and movement. So this is the sound. This is the minute repeater. At memory, we have coming up a calendar of some description, and movement is presumably a chronograph of some when can we expect and what can we expect from the next watches and is the theme of invisibility continue through the next developments? Yeah, I think the, 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 uh, our theme of, uh, oh no, not our theme, but our core values of um, producing really high quality watches that have we've that we've not overlooked any details uh, hmm. and that idea of the invisibility is really our core value. It's, what's, it's really what's going to define us. Obviously, we have our design language and everything that's going to come around. Um, but you can expect, you know, many releases. Uh, we already have a product plan uh, set for until 2027, more or less. This is also what makes the difference between uh, somebody that's just starting off and somebody that has my father's, father's experiences. Yes. Uh, from day one, he said, look, to build a brand, you need to build a collection. To build a collection as we are starting from scratch, in you know, in the very beginning, you need to put all your efforts to build, to already prearrange that that collection to be built and never be late and always be be on time in the development because obviously it's very lengthy in in this industry. But yeah, indeed, we have we're working on a calendar of some sort. We are working on a chronograph. We also have a few surprises. We also are looking into making you know just a three hand watch, just to be able to have that value proposition that can touch more people because obviously we uh, with that level of quality we have high prices and we want to be able uh, at some point to make a product that can appeal and be accessible to more people although it will still be you know high end luxury uh, we're well aware of that very limited quantities but we still want to be able to to do that effort it's also our passion because you know you cannot just be a pa- passionate for minute repeaters and grand complications if you're a real mm. passion if you have a real passion for watchmaking you have a passion from A to, to Z and the whole spectrum. And that's what we're trying to build. We we don't want to tell you exactly what you can expect. <laughs> well, go on. I'll not tell anybody. It's not like I'm going to publish it to the world. But you can expect <laughs> someday a, a, a calendar, someday Excellent. a chronograph, someday a grand complication, someday a time-only watch. Everything's planned in, in, in and is going to be released in due course once we're good, good. fully satisfied with everything. And finally, Jean-Claude, for yourself, if this watch that's being released is the absolute pinnacle, where next? Next, after this watch, is the continuation because we want to connect to eternity. Hmm. How do you connect to eternity? The best and probably the only way is to respect the art to go close to perfection. And the closer you come to perfection, the closer you are to the art, the closer you come to eternity. And once you are on the way to eternity, then you become really another dimension. And that's the dimension of the soul. A watch must have a soul. If it's no soul, then you just have a product. And I'm not ready 
to make just a product. I want a product and a soul. It's like a human being. A human being without a soul is nobody. Oh, listen, I think everybody can agree with that. I think the expectation, and from what I've seen, there is certainly no way that what you've produced today, uh, what I've seen today, is simply a product. It is absolutely 100% a soul locked in to an absolutely magnificent timepiece. Thank you very much both for joining me. Thank you. Today, all the best on the launch. I know it's very soon. As an Arsenal fan, speaking to a Chelsea fan and a Manchester United fan, I think we can all agree that the one thing we don't want to happen next after the watch launch is for anything good to happen to Man City. So on that note, we will agree that, that that's a good thing. And uh, thank you very much for joining us. By the way, I just want to mention uh-huh. only one of those clubs is playing in the Champions League at the moment. <laughs> Jean-Claude, would you like to get some Man United promotional thoughts in there? <laughs> get, 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 talk, permission to talk back to your son? No, 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 no. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a, Ma- a Manchester United fan. I have been a fan for a long time, and you cannot just change and become another fan from another brand. My favorite brand is Manchester United. I have known Alex Ferguson there. He was my friend. We traveled together. We did. Uh, we went to America with the team. Mm. I lived too much, too close to the team to have another. Uh, football team as my my friend Ma- Ma- Manchester United is in my heart and a little bit in my blood good stuff well Manchester United and great timepieces it's not a bad combination really <laughs> have a great rest of day gentlemen and look forward to seeing you in Geneva thank you thank you bye 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 Thank you very much for listening to this interview. Please subscribe to the Spending Time channel and subscribe to a blog to watch weekly for all our weekly news and reviews content from the gang at a blog to watch. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.